0: Hello and welcome to Gag of the Millennial, a show where we talk about pop culture Current
1: events and spill the hot English breakfast tea right in your lap And in in today's episode we are talking about dating Dating!
0: Yes! Well, where do we start? Gosh, so I think with this topic, we should literally start from the very, very, very beginning of when we were little tiny, little little ants walking along, trying to make a home.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, I've never really associated with the ant people of Devon, so... (laughs) Oh, good, yeah, the ant people of Devon.
0: (laughs) Triggered. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm from Devon, if people didn't know. I'm from Brighton. Brighton, and I'm from Devon, yes.
1: It's quite different... Different cultures, definitely. Yes, I would definitely say they probably... I've been to Devon a total of once in my life. And And there's a reason she never went back. Okay, so when was the first time you ever had, like... Intimate adult feelings for someone. So this is
0: this is this is gonna sound really wrong and I like I know it's gonna be gross. I remember so this is the first time I ever really thought about anything, I'm not saying necessarily sexual, but like attraction towards someone. I used to watch WWF wrestling. So this is like so I know no, you pulled up, so no, back when it was okay. called WWF, now it's called WWE or something or whatever it is. So I remember I used to watch them like these guys like wrestle and like I used to attract- Okay, that really was attra- kinda of hot though. It was gonna so I was I remember I must have been a baby like five or six and I remember being like no no, it wasn't like it wasn't like a sexual thing like oh I want them to do things to me because obviously what six year old thinks of that but like it was I remember I was very very taken away by I think it was Brett the Hitman Hart oh you can even name them yeah yeah and I was always like oh I quite liked looking at him and I was very attracted to not not again. I was like, I was intrigued by the body of like this guy. Yeah. I remember that was like the first little twinge in my head. It was like, Oh, this is what I was attracted to. Obviously later in life I understood what it was. But I remember that like five or six years old. I remember just watching wrestling and like, it was. I
1: was very attracted to, like, his body and, like, other guys who would wrestle each other. I kind of see what you mean with, the, like, the bodies of wrestlers, though, because I definitely have a type, and I would say that probably wrestlers fit into that type. Yeah. We'll get into what types we like later. But that was the first ever real thing. That's, that's the earliest memory I can think of of actually being attracted. Like, obviously, I didn't
0: understand what it was. Yeah. But now that I'm older and I can understand, like, oh, that's what that was, That that sort of that feeling of like, ooh, I quite like the way that this looked. It wasn't, again, it wasn't a sexual thing, because, again, what child thinks of that, but I just remember seeing it and was like, oh, this is something
1: that I like. I was a very nervous child. Nervous child. Nervous, was, like, very worried about everything in the world, and I was also a very confused, lost child. And we all know why now, but at the time, I don't think I really even had... Feelings until I was about sort of 10, 11, 12. Oh, okay. I want to say So I was quite a sort of like a late bloomer in that sort of sense. I've always been a real late bloomer anyway, just in like literally everything in life. I remember being vehemently like I want to be attracted to women. And so this created a whole different kettle of babies at the time. But I was very, very, very... <laughs> I've never heard of a kettle of
0: babies. I don't know that why I That sounds a bit saying, sadistic, know, doesn't I it? I don't
1: know where that saying came from, but it's my favourite. Isla had a very interesting attraction in terms of... Like, I don't think I really even like sexually awakened until I was like four. 14 really Mm. but I had more of the feeling of like I want to I think it was more like I want to be you rather than I want to be with you okay to girls as I've grown up and as I've done like medical treatment and stuff my hormones have changed yeah and actually I've found my sexuality has fluctuated within those hormonal changes which is a whole different kettle of babies kettle of babies which I really want to mention later because I think a lot of people think that sexuality can be pretty firm and like you like what you like but you're really it's really shocking just how much hormones play a role in that i I mean obviously it makes sense as well but like the mental stimulation changes well definitely i think for most people who don't transition or don't
0: take other hormones like it makes sense for why their sexuality would just really stay put or what they've you Mm -hmm. know been destined wherever they've been born and stuff but i think if you're putting a like a but I guess it'd be like, a would it count as a foreign substance? It's not what your body would naturally produce. Well, mine like a-
1: actually does naturally produce it because I'm not quite the same as every other trans person. I'm not the same as a girl. Oh, other she, she's a special snowflake. I haven't admitted this on the internet, so I'm probably not going to admit it in this video. But there is a reason as to why I, I produced estrogen as like high levels of estrogen and high levels of testosterone. When we were little, I never really had that sort of sexual awakening until I was a bit older, and then I started dating probably around about. I think 13, I sort okay. of was like... And I don't think I had an initial, like, I want to be in a relationship. I think it was like, everyone at school was like, oh, who are you seeing? You know, what's going on? You're going out with blah. And I was just kind of like, I need to be involved in this in some way. So I had, yeah. like, a girlfriend, but not really, like, a girlfriend as I would think of it now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I
0: yeah. think so, so I, so, I'm going to talk about my first kiss. I'm yes, yeah, that. yeah. Oh, so, yes,
1: yes, like, yes, yes. My first kiss,
0: just because you said about 14, I was like, oh, was oh, it's getting ahead of this game. Oh, oh, um, okay. so, like, so, my first kiss was a girl called Jessica Knight. Ooh, um, what we a were, lovely name. Yeah, we were in primary school, and I pretended that I was really sick, and I couldn't do PE. Um, so, in America, for PE is, like, physical, like, gym, um, yeah. as you call it. So, like... I was always sick, I never did PE. <laughs> and so, <laughs> what was really weird, like, this would never happen now. Our teacher, Mrs Bellis... Mrs um, Bellis. <laughs> <laughs> <Miss> Be- <laughs> how disgusting, <laughs> Miss Bellis. Um, she said that I could stay in the classroom while like the people weren't going like, to. Oh my gosh. You would never just so leave illegal. a kid. So yeah, illegal. Yeah, you would never just leave like, a kid. Bye. <laughs> um, so my friend Jessica was like, "Oh, can I stay and look after him?" And for some weird reason, oh, Miss sausage. was like, She's "Yes, like, it's fine." Yes, queen, get that oh, yes. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> Why is that? I
1: was going to say sausage, which is even worse. Ew. I know. Um, so.
0: I must have been about maybe seven at this point. I can't six or seven. It was like oh, a, so this is like primary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I, she they were doing a gym, um, and I was sitting there with Jessica, and for some weird reason, we were like, shall we kiss? And we did like the. It was just initially just yeah. like it was. So, I mean, everyone's watching SoundCloud. You can't see, but like it was just it was just like a peck. It was like <gasps> like that. It was so weird. Was there a was, spark with the fireworks with Jessica Knight? No, because I left that school quite soon after that. She triggered me in a has No, um, no, because... Oh dear, I, scandal. I, so when I, when I moved to my, my grandparents, I moved to the school that was by there. It was a science course, school. Yeah. So I didn't actually stay in the school much longer. So that was my first kiss. Um, and obviously it didn't really do anything for me. And obviously I'm
1: I'm obviously a queer, so... I'm yeah. sure most people have their kiss, like a pecky kiss about that sort like, Did yeah. you ever play Kiss Chase or anything? Yeah, all the time. I played Kiss Chase. That's yeah. stupid. What's the point of running a wave? All the girls were like, let's play Kiss Chase! And then they'd be like... No. <laughs> it's like, well, just go away. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was not a very. I was about to say attractive child that's not what I mean but you know like I was one of those cute children that's like no one really likes
0: were you the smelly kid is that why No. The
1: I don't <laughs> day. there was always a smelly kid there was in fact we had one that was just like the poo child the poo
0: child so we, we had the just piss just always like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had the guy who smelled like piss all the every time every school had a poop child piss kid horse girl horse every <laughs> single school we're had piss we said whore girl I was like well we had them we last. had them yeah They're <laughs> a little bit later down the line maybe I remember the first kiss that mattered okay. the first kiss that I had that I really, really um, actually had like butterflies about. And this is about my ex who I, we didn't, it wasn't actually a very good relationship. It was kind of a crappy relationship. But looking back on it now, I'm like, why on earth did you ever let this human being treat you like this? But at the time, I was like, I love you. You're oh yeah, so important. You, to me. you always have that when it comes to your first oh, kind of. Oh, so it's so ridiculous. Yeah, you always have a messy relationship. And we only dated for sixteen months, but I was like, this is. That's a long time. Yeah, but not now. No, I'm, like, no, I'm in a relationship now for seven years. But so I feel like um, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. F- a little bit too fast in this story if I start talking about that important kiss right oh, now. Oh, okay. All I'm gonna say is that I did have a kiss where sparks flew. And that's His because
0: name. she had a sparkler in her mouth.
1: Yeah, I was actually just having a taser moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jailhouse
0: stories of Luxaria.
1: <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine if I'd been to prison? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be currency.
0: Oh, um, you would? So would I. Always, be awful. Like, always like the femme people are passed around like by bread oh, and butter. Oh no. The first girl I ever dated was called Martha. Um, and we were... Oh, the
1: we, 86-year-old next door. Yep. Yeah. So we
0: were in year... Gosh. granny next door. This should have been year six and she was in year five. <gasps> yeah, I was, I was, I was a you sugar that, daddy. that bitch. Yeah, I was that bitch. <laughs> um, we, 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 we were less than a year apart, like, age-wise. That's what they all that's say. I'm, just, I'm justifying, like, <laughs> a 10-year-old going... Relationship! <laughs> <laughs> justifying, like, a 10-year-old, 9-year-old relationship. Can you imagine? Oh. So I remember we dated for, like, a week. Um, and
1: yeah. one of my, one of my Which friends... Which is a long time when you're eight. Yeah,
0: um, and one of my friends, actually, Rebecca, she fancied me at the time, and, like, um, Martha... Love triangle. Yeah, Martha What will was, Martha do? Yeah, Martha was convinced that I was cheating her with Rebecca.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: like literally, like so, is crazy.
0: Like, like, exactly, like, these 10-year-olds, like, yes, we're having affairs at 10-year-olds, such... Like, I, I literally didn't, but I thought it was funny, it was just, like... I can't believe at 10, we're having like a Jeremy Kyle moment. Where I'd it's love
1: like, to be, well, I was about to say, I'd love to be involved in an affair now, but no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But you know what I mean? Like, oh, the drama, the drama of it all. That was
0: so weird. But yeah, we were only together for like um, a week. Martha broke up with me at the end of the week because she thought I was cheating her Rebecca. I wish I did that at this point. Wish I didn't make out with Jeremy her.
1: Kyle, lie detector test. Did yeah. you cheat? Did uh, d- no. 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 Uh, lied. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like my first, I that was my first ever relationship. I'm surprised you can remember all these people's names. I'm like desperately trying remember the name of my first one. I think my first girlfriend was called Jamie. She was kind of a little bit scummy. <laughs> but I was, like, super into, Was like, she the pissed child? <laughs> to... No, I think she was just a bit... I think she was just a bit slow. Okay. And I don't mean this in, like, a really offensive way, but, you know, you just meet some people and you're just like, mm, you're not going to be a mathematician, are you, sweetie? Yeah, I'm sitting next to one. Ah, excuse Hi! me! I was just, like... Deeply invested in being like, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not I guy. need a lady. Even though I literally had, like, long blonde hair, and would, like, brush it in the bathroom, the boys' bathroom, being like, oh, I love my hair, I'm so beautiful. I'm surprised you didn't get I beaten had up. So, I did. Oh, OK. I did. I have many of these problems. I was so... I had, like, gender problems forever. <laughs> and I never really realised what it was until I was, like, 22 years old. Yeah. She was friends with this girl called Bryony who got expelled from the school for dealing cocaine, so... What the hell? I know. What I kind went, of school did I you went, go to? Honestly, I went to the school where someone got stabbed.
0: I thought when you got, I went to school in Brighton, it'd be like posh and fabulous. And then I'm thinking like my school would be oh, trashy. Oh no,
1: sweetie, darling. Knife crime, raping. Um, there was also what, teachers dating students. Like, it was very dramatic. Oh yeah, and then I wrote her a note being like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. And then all of her friends were like, horrifically mean to me for the rest of my time at that school. Oh, and that God. was like four years I had of that. And they were awful to me. So kind of dodged a bullet there, I guess. I yeah. don't know. It was very, very problematic. That was probably my first peck. And that's probably why I didn't really remember it until you start speaking about something and then all the yeah, memories come yeah, sure. flooding back. It does. Because I- it wasn't that important and it wasn't that great and I didn't enjoy it. And it was just kind of like, oh, no, I'm kissing the slow girl. The first kind of, like, stuff, sex, more sort of more sexual or more kind
0: of adult, um... I would say that I remember, uh, I'm not going to use their name, but Mm -hmm. I had a guy who was a friend of mine. When we were going to his house, we were were talking about like masturbating um, and we're talking about 13 or 14. Mm -hmm. um, And I remember like we kind of just like did it in front of each other. That was like an odd thing because I'd never really, this is like the first kind of like in life physical
1: Adult relation adult, with a guy,
0: ish. like we didn't do anything to each other, but just visually seeing that in real life, it was kind of like, oh, because yeah. I don't know how to really explain it because obviously I never didn't think before, and like, and I, thought, I talked about being attracted to guys, you know, when I was younger, but like nothing ever happened. So this was like the first time I'd really kind of looked at someone's body and looked at someone and been like, oh, I quite like this. And yeah. like, we ended up sleeping together like later in life, but like, we, I feel like queer people in schools, without necessarily knowing it, tend to. Get together, not not necessarily sexual, but like I feel like you kind of seek each other out without really realizing that you've kind of. Actually, I would agree with that because I had a best friend that came out as a homosexual. I do feel like that tends to happen, um, and hopefully, if anyone else is watching this, actually has this kind of same experience, yes, where like you just kind true. of seem to f- gravitate towards each other without really realizing it. I remember like after then, um, I remember being over his house like a couple like a year later, and nothing had happened between us at this point, and then I remember. He showed me porn for the first time. Oh, right. That was something I was going to ask, actually. Yes, yeah, so, like, yeah. late 14, I remember watching porn for the first time, and that was, like, wow. Yeah. It was like, I've never seen anything like this. And obviously, you got to remember that. We're from a generation where sex education wasn't a thing for gay people.
1: Do you remember sex education classes? I do. Remember I had it. one. I
0: do. I do, we did have sex ed, but it was never anything I was really interested in. What I wanted to see because it wasn't, you know, gay. It, it was, was also
1: just, so cringe. Yeah, it was, yeah, really, really cringe. And it was completely very like, very boringly heterosexual. Yeah,
0: so seeing porn,
1: that was basically where I got all of my sex head from,
0: which is damaging in its own. Absolutely. And it's, like, porn stars are obviously known, like, the guys always have, like, 10-inch penises and, like, all this stuff, completely unrealistic and completely, like, f- perfect physiques. It's slightly different now. Like, there is... I think there's, like, a weird sort of... Not weird, but there's, like, a, a thing of, like... Amateur stars. Yeah, like, that's the rise common of now. the amateur star, uh, isn't it? But so when I was younger, seeing that, I remember it was, like, wow. And then that, I remember the first time, so, like, we ended up, like... We were watching it and, you know, doing what you normally would do when you watch it. And then it was kind of like, hands kind of slipped over their leg and sort of did it to each other. Um, Yes, I remember that was like the first time that me and him actually did something together. And this is like, yeah, late 14, kind of turning on 15. And that was kind of like my first experience properly with another guy. And it was like... Yeah, this is when I knew. So this is when like the the kind of the fighting, real. Because so I came out when I was eleven, officially to my sister. I remember telling my sister when I was eleven years old that I was I liked guys. Um, I said I was bisexual, um, but I. That's
1: so brave. Yeah, though, but The thing is, got, like, I, I came from
0: a family where there was no hidden stuff. Like, my uncle was gay, so I always I always knew someone else who oh, was accepted. Um, I have no idea. But like. It was when I went to high school and the bullying started. Because when you're in, pre- like, primary school, like, everyone's voices are still high. There isn't, re- like, ever- all the kids kind of get in on primary school. There-, there are some bullying sometimes, but, like, in most primary schools, and preschool, I guess, for America, I'm not sure what they would call this... Elementary school? Ele- elementary. Most kids kind of get on, like, all of our kids, like, there was only 62 kids in our... Primary school, so like it was still small.
1: Oh my god! So gosh. everyone kind of got on. So I was kind of thirty five a... people in my class alone. Really? And we had three classes. Oh really? Okay. So oh, we, yeah. we... so for me, I was in
0: this kind of like little bubble, and I had lots of friends in primary school, and like I didn't have any se- segregation at all. So mm. I kind of thought the world was a little bit more accepting put probably what it was. So when I went to high school, and the voice started dropping, believe it, my voice has dropped, um, and all the stuff. That was when like the bullying started because they could see that I was very different to them, mm. and mannerisms started to kick in, and my. Fem- kind of like, I've been a very expressive person with my hands and I've always been very sort of like, you know, slightly bouncy with the way I walk. Yeah. Exciting. You've always been an exciting, expressive person. Yeah. So when that happened, um, the gay side of me, I was like, I cannot let this be shown by anything. So I suppressed it as much as I possibly could, dated loads of girls, just kept that aside. So when this happened, it was like, this is the first kind of thing I experienced properly for like years that was more than just, like, visually seeing, like, a wrestler or something. like So it was like, oh, like, this is actually what I like. So did that experience frighten you or scare you? I don't think it frightened me. It was more of kind of, like, wow, because it felt good. Mm. But then, secondly, it was kind of, like, there was a oh-shit moment of, like... Mm oh, this is... Something. Yeah. yeah. So when you're like 15, 16 year old, it was kind of nice to have someone who understood, who wasn't judging. Although he went through like a massive period of like, every time we would do anything, after we'd finish, he would freak out. And yeah. it was that awful kind of yeah. like, we can't do this again. We can't, it was, no, we can't, we have to stop. And to begin with, I did kind of agree with him. I was like, oh yeah, we can't, we can't. Oh no, it'd be bad. We, I have, we have to have kids and be normal. But like, after a while, I was getting a bit annoyed with it. Because obviously I was, at this point I was like 16 and I was really fighting it still, but also I was like, I want to keep doing... It was almost like, I guess it's kind of like... It's almost a bit like a drug addiction, I guess. Yeah, you was, yeah. get like a hit and then feel remorse afterwards um, for a while. So I dated a few more girls. My last girlfriend, um, she was called Rachel, and I was with her for six months. And she... Obviously, when you're 16 year olds girls kind of want to have sex, yeah. and like guys want to have sex and stuff.
1: Yeah, but when she yeah. tried to
0: do anything with me... It, it was kind of like I was getting to a stage then where it was like, I actually really don't like this at all. Like, when I was younger, I thought I did, but I think it was just because... I don't I know why, because I, I I do think for that brief moment I was kind of OK with being with girls.
1: But as, Yeah, but it's a when, real thing that happens.
0: Yeah, I think as I got older and it became more serious with girls, not just hanging out with them and, like, maybe giving them a peck, and actually just sexual things, it was like, this is The game has changed. Yeah, like, this isn't working. I used to, like, have to go to the bathroom and, like, mentally think about, like, men play with myself for a bit, and then I would go back to her. And although we didn't have sex, it was just that kind of, like, knowing that she would think that I was, like, aroused. It was kind of like that was... So that was really awkward. And then I was in some sort of, like... So, basically, I was 16, um, and we were kind of still together. It was a bit weird. I was at my friend's house, and we were. It was her and her boyfriend, me and Rachel. and We were all together, and for some bizarre reason, Rachel and um, the other girl dared me and Jake to kiss, and Jake was her the other, like the other girl's boyfriend. Juicy. gossip. And obviously, I'd been with Rachel this whole time, so I had stopped doing anything with the other guy as well. So. At this point, I'd just been with Rachel for such a long time, hadn't done anything with the guy. So I was dead, dead to kiss Jake, and I kissed him. And after not being with the guy for such so long and having to, you know, make out with Rachel and do all stuff with her, it was, like, massive explosions in my head. It was, like, just one little peck with him it was more exciting. Was the firework moment. It was, it was, like, you need to stop this now. Like, this is getting ridiculous. And then me and Rachel broke up quite soon after that. I would love to say that it was a happy ever after story. So we broke up, um... And then I was in some of like weird love triangle relationship with Jake and his girlfriend, and like she kept making us kiss for some weird reason afterwards, and it was really odd. It was really awkward. And then I ended up sleeping with Jake because he was bisexual. Gosh, it's so, all kicking off
1: in Denver. Yes, yeah, so I,
0: I I was like sleeping with Jake while he was with her, but then she was also seen with other people, and it was like a weird thing. And then I fell desperately in love with Jake, and it was like, obviously not real love, but it was like. You know, sixteen-year-old love. Like,
1: yeah.
0: Um, and then he was like liking me, but he also liked her, and it was a really sh- messy situation. But after year eleven, which is our final year in like high school, we went to sixth form, and he didn't. So we kind of went separate ways. Um, and I did see him now now and then, but like hardly ever. So this is two thousand and six now, late two thousand six. Um, I started saying to myself, right. You need to kind of make a decision now. Are you going to, you know, start, Be honest. Be honest yeah. with people. Are you going to start accepting yourself? So I found YouTube um, and I found you and I found a lot of the other people. At 16, you I found me. Like, like, I found you and a lot of like the other uh, early YouTubers, which we we're going to talk about in another video anyway. And so you guys were like my one side that I could be fine with and watch and be like, good, this is, this is what I could possibly like. And then when I go to school, I wasn't dating girls, but I wasn't out. It was kind of just like a mutual... I just won't mention anything about relationships at all. And then, two thousand and seven, when I turned seventeen, I made a I made a like a, a deal with myself that any new person I met, I wouldn't say that I wasn't gay if they asked me. It, I wouldn't okay. come out. But if anyone yeah. asked me, I'd be like, yeah, but don't tell anyone. Um, so I remember Tom and Aaron were the two first people that asked me if I was gay or not, Um, which I ended up dating Aaron, so Aaron was gay. So this is the thing, again, it's another one of those weird Mm. things of, like, I feel like people just tend to... You just don't realise it happens. And our sixth form was still in the same school, so it wasn't like I went to a completely... Yeah. Just for for Americans, like, who do not make a sixth form? So sixth form was, like, an extension to school. So it's the same as college, which is what... um, Because I know you guys call college university, so this is, like, 17 and 18... Six, like, yeah. sort of late 16, 17, 18th is, like, new sixth form. The Happy Ever After story, which is a bit annoying. So, Rachel... Um, oh, I missed out a massive part of a story. Oh, nightmare. Oh, gosh! So, I had another friend, Hannah, um, who's not been, on, not been on camera. And so, I meant to say this. So, after I broke up with Rachel, I was really close with her. And at this point, I was like, I'm gay, but I'm not going to do anything about it. But she was in love with me. Mm. And it was really awkward, because, like, I, I, I didn't want to lead her on. But I also like loved hanging out with him. We were best friends and stuff. But like I knew that she liked me, but I was too scared to come out to her. Um, in our last year of school, I stupidly asked her to go to prom with me, um, and I was like, "We can go as friends. We can go as friends." But she, it did not friends with her, and I like I, I, I like broke her heart. It was and it wasn't like you know it was not my fault. Like I tried to. No, it, what a. It was an awkward situation. So back so drama story back to I was seventeen. So me and my friend um, Daniel used to go to Alton Towers together every single year. It was like a trip that we would take. Um, and one year, Rachel came with us, who I dated. is. Um, so we were, on, we were on Daniel's bed, I was just on top of her, not doing anything, not doing anything, but like, we were just like play-flighting. Um, and she just outright asked me, are you gay? I don't know why she said it. And I was like, oh crap. I went along with it and I was like, actually, yes I am. And she was like the first friend who was already in my life to know. She then went and told oh, all no. of my friends. <laughs> Literally all of my friends. It was like you were put into a situation where, like, it was like... Your consent like, has been taken away. Yeah, and not only did I feel incredibly violated, I was also terrified. Yeah. Because Vulnerable. it was... I, was, I wasn't I was ready for all these people to know, like... And I remember, because we went to Old Towers the next day, and every single time we were... It, we were in, like, the queues and stuff, she would just openly talk about me being gay, and it was like... Uh, it was just so uh, much. It was too much too soon, I was terrified of people hearing and, Like, now, you know, we can be in queues and be, like, talking about gay, it's fine. Yeah. But back then, I didn't want person there who I don't know, person behind me, to know that I'm gay, because it was so insecure about it. Mm-hmm. It really messed me up for a long time, and it made me retract into the closet a little bit because I wasn't ready. And so when I found out she told Maxine and Hannah and all these other people, it was just like what's happening what, what's going on because I wasn't ready for people to come up to me and talk to me about yeah. it, and it just and because when you're bullied for something for so long, to suddenly be out with it and to, to validate sort of why they're picking not why they're picking you, but the reason kind of yeah it, like, it was it was very scary and it was a horrible time yeah, and I, I wrote her I fun. wrote her a really long email because um, we had like a school email uh, did together. you
1: scathe her a little bit? Oh, I haven't uh, spoke to her since good, 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 good because. That is a violation of, like... I feel like it's a violation of a human right. Yeah. Because it is literally, like, putting you in a vulnerable... Even though she might have just said it. Like, in a way, these sorts of No, so I
0: know that she did it in a vicious way. Oh, she did, for sure. That's when things obviously started to change for me because I was out. Mm. So dating was a very different experience from that time onwards. Did anything happen between your last story and kind of when you're
1: 17? So I had that guy that I met outside... That I mentioned earlier that I met outside of my like, uh, school. So, like, I can't even remember how I knew this person outside of school. I don't know where I met them. He was kind of a skater kid. And it was kind of a similar sort of idea. I was, I, so I went over to his house to have, like, a sleepover in the garden in a tent already going oh. very exciting, isn't it? <laughs> Turns out he was a massive bottom. <laughs> but it was just, like, you, it was some of these things that was just... I can't quite remember how it evolved into this sort of friends with benefits Kind yeah, of relationship. It's how it happens, yeah. There was absolutely zero kissing, and kissing to me was kind of disgusting. Oh, it still kind of is in a weird way to me because it's like your mouth hole is connecting with my mouth hole, and I don't like that idea. I don't, I'm I really, a bit I, weird I, about I, I'm these I'm really sorts into kissing.
0: I find it really.
1: Yeah, I'm just a bit.
0: Weird and frigid about all sorts of things. Sam so was one of those people like if I ever, if I'm ever like, do you know sometimes when you just struggle to finish? Sometimes like if you make out with someone, to me that's like the thing that can help me go the yeah, like the rest of I'm the like, way. I'm so
1: embarrassed talking
0: about all this stuff. I can't believe See, it. I'm, I'm really frigid, like trying like, not, trying not just, to be like
1: a frigid bitch I and th- be like.
0: I'm Please. i I have I've never had a, like a, a a sort of I'm doing quotation marks for people in SoundCloud uh like a slutty phase where I've slept with loads of people or whatever or been that but like I'm still very open about talking. Like I'm actually quite scared of sex. Like yeah. I'm very I'm very scared about seeing with people. I I am very like I'm I guess I'm a little bit frigid in that way as well, like I won't actually I'm happy to talk about it, but
1: actually doing it, like I get really nervous, even now as a 29-year-old. There's an interesting thing with me is that like I felt very much the same. I felt very Like, nervous when I was living as a male, engaging in, like, illicit activities. Yeah. Because, I don't know, there's a very, like, expectation when it comes to male roles. I suppose there's also an expectation when it comes to female roles, but, like... Sex as a girl is so much better than sex as a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just phrase that and then move forward from that? Sort of around year 9, 10, so that's 14, 15, this friend outside of school. Don't know how I met them, started having friends with benefits, no kissing. It wasn't like full-on adult situations because when you first start like experimenting, you kind of don't really have any idea what you're doing. Yeah, 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 I'd been sure. exposed to porn at this point, but I was still kind of like, you just don't know these kinds of things Weird, until a first, bit later the down, first down sexual the line. The experiences you have is just, just a joke. Everyone's like, like oh, you'll lose your virginity, it feels amazing. Mm. Like, it'll be something forever. It's like, no, it's a struggle bus. Yeah. We're all driving the struggle bus mm-hmm. off the cliff at this point. So, yeah, that was... It was almost not fun. Yeah. But it, I knew that I enjoyed it, which is... How do you... Ra- rationalize yeah, yeah, yeah. those two things together, I don't know, but here we are. So, that was my first real exposure, was him. I don't really have like a full on timeline for this, but so I'm just gonna say like important experiences that I had. In sort of year 11, so that's 16 ish, 16, 17, I started going to beach parties with like the emo kids. And we had, like, a big emo scene in Brighton. Everyone was bisexual. Absolutely everyone. You'd go and buy your crappy little bottle of £2.69 cider from the dodgy shop that would sell to you when you were 16 because they would just, like, turn a blind eye to you being under 18. You'd go down to the beach, get absolutely paralytic, lie to everyone where you've gone... (laughs) And then you'd make out with everyone and it was amazing and I used to only ever like get a bit flirty when I'd had a bit to drink mm-hmm. Because that's just what everyone does. I think like I'm totally not flirty when sober yeah. As soon as I've had a glass of wine, I'm like, oh hello. Hello. You're looking very ravishing. Look the at my thing. lady garden Maybe not that far <laughs> <laughs> So I then didn't have a real relationship until I was 19 and I met this guy through Facebook So I was big on YouTube at this point. Well not big, but I was like bigly I consider triggered. (laughs) But for for the time of YouTube, back in this day,
0: you would have been considered one of the famous YouTubers. Oh, I don't think so. Really? You you were known by a lot of people. Like you you. I suppose so. You, I mean, you got YouTube was very different back then. Mm. Like, to be big, you didn't have to have millions. Like, yeah. it, like pr- she doesn't like praise at all whenever I say this kind
1: of shit. It's weird. I'm, I have such a weird relationship to my old life. I don't know, it's like praising it makes it feel legitimate and I sort of don't want to give my old life legitimacy. What on yeah. earth is this? Well, the funny thing Time is, with Oprah.com. Well, we, like, like I've even said to you, like the amount of people that have commented on my videos, the ones that I've had you in, don't even realise it's you. So at this point in my life, I was big into YouTube. I was getting a following on Facebook. Um, I ha- I think I just hit I think it was nineteen or twenty and I just hit a hundred k likes on my Facebook page. What on earth? Like, can you imagine yeah. that? Like, I still have over a hundred thousand likes on that page. It's like I haven't updated it for like seven <laughs> years or something ridiculous. But there we go. And so um, in my apparently to this guy, I appeared in his recommended to follow oh, okay. list, and so he clicked through, and then he one day he just sent me a message saying hi, and I was like, this okay so this guy's body was banging he was a oh, okay. professional bodybuilder from london he's actually a little bit famous so i'm not going to mention his name and ruin his I career think you've I'm me sure him, he doesn't yeah. want, want that to be revealed but there we go i identified as a male at this time and he was like really hitting on me and i was like obviously this is like a fake profile or something this isn't real but we got speaking and then i got drunk <laughs> which always happens and then i was like I'm going to really message you. And so I was really messaging through Facebook Messenger and then I was like, let's have a video call so I could be like, okay, this is a real human being. Yeah. And it was. And I was like visibly shook by this. And he was like super interested. So I gave him my number. And then um, the next day I was like kind of a little bit hungover having lunch with someone at a little Japanese restaurant. And he called me and I was like, hello, who is this? And he was like, oh, you we were talking last night. How are you? Is your head okay? Because you were a little bit drunk. And I was like, um, yeah, I'm fine. Bye. Like, really <gasps> no. so, like, worried and nervous. And so I had, like, a really short, brief conversation. Very much like, this isn't a real person talking. Like, what on yeah, earth yeah. did I say last night? Hashtag cringe. But then, like, he started really talking. was like, I really want to meet you. And I was like, okay, this is kind of, like, a real serious thing. I ended up falling head over heels for this guy. And I bet he just wanted a casual... It's weird because he was like, I am not bisexual. I am not homosexual. I am not anything. He, he had dated trans women before, but like I was very, I was the first like visibly male person. And I was very, very androgynous. You, if you followed yeah. me for a while, you'll know this. So I was very sort of fem... Them boy. That was a whole different kettle of babies that I was dealing with my own identity at this point. But I was very, very vehement that I was male. And if, if you were going to be in a relationship with me, that was a gay relationship. I was really very much his bit on the side. And I kind of didn't see this. I was very much like, it's my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. we're in love. Yeah. It's yeah, lovely. Yeah, I saw him there. maybe like twice a week. Yeah. And this was before I moved to London. So he would like spend the money, come stay with me, book a hotel, all those sorts of things. I'd never had anyone book a hotel to come stay with me. First time he came down to stay with me, he stayed for four days and it cost him 680 pounds. And I remember being like, A, this person has money, what the hell? B, bang in body. See, he actually likes me and wants to spend money on me. Yeah, like the all these three things. At nineteen, was like I was like I am preparing to have my red carpet fantasy life. I'm a famous YouTuber. No one can stop me. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like I absolutely hashtag cringe now to think about it. But it was a, it kind of swept me off my feet, and I yeah. was very, very, very much like I really like this guy. So many red flags in this relationship, but what's that phrase when you have rose-tinted glasses on they just look like flags well you had rose-tinted glasses that's the same. that's exactly what it what happens so so he was like super into his fitness life he didn't drink he didn't do anything um, I was vegan at the time, so it was kind of a bit difficult because he was always like, I need to eat my chicken, eat my chicken, 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 chicken. And I was like, I'll have a pizza with no cheese on. like <laughs> Pizza with no cheese on. I know, like, like, You're right, not in this program totally anymore. Totally. This is of rolling like, now. Yeah, it's like quite, I don't know how it worked, but it did. And then I moved to London thinking, oh, he's going to move in with me. I'm going to see him all the time. It's going to be amazing. He's going to want to take me out to lunch in the daytime. None of that happened. And the next year was very much like, stop texting me, I'm at work, don't do this, I'll come over and see you tonight, I'll give you a call when I'm outside by myself. And I became very much the piece on the side and slowly over time I began to realise this. And actually I'd already fallen for this person at that point so I developed, I wanted to even strengthen and intense that bond and I was like visibly really actually quite upset that he was not treating me how I expected to be treated. One day he just called me and was like, it's not for me actually, this whole gay thing's not for me. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I hung up the phone, and I laid on the floor and screamed, cried like Kim Kardashian's messy crying face for about an hour. That really hurt. It broke my heart. And in a sense, that was my first like experience of heartbreak. And yeah. I think you always remember your first heartbreak. Oh well, I would have gone it, to that's my next one that I'm going to talk it about. It literally yeah. like shakes your foundation of yeah. the world to experience heartbreak
0: because you, you think you think when you when you're young you have like little sort of. You quotation heartbreak in school—it's not real. You yeah. don't. You until you re, like you
1: know when you actually have it. Like when you have a heartbreak, it you can feel the feeling of your heart broken. Yeah, it's it's like this weird heaviness in your chest that doesn't go away. Yeah, and it like creeps in at what you can be like making a coffee and just like it ah! gets you a weird moment. It's it's like, yeah, you can be like, oh, I'm just brushing my teeth and I'm just. Broken.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I didn't date anyone for until I was twenty-one. So I met someone um, through a mutual friend on the internet. I've actually done a video about him. Um, and he one of my friend James brought him into the conversation. And we had like a three-way Skype. we were just like chatting and have stupid things. Me and the other guy got on really well. So we just we sort of so we just gave each other like our details and um he messaged me once on Skype and we just started like just talking and then we went video chat and it was like an instant click, we just instantly got on, it was perfect. And this is still, I was 21 at this point. And so it was great, we we, we, chat, we sort of video-chatted for a while, and he didn't live in England, he, he didn't live in Devon, so he was all the way up in uh, Cumbria, so it was a long way away, long way away from me. Um, but we were like, oh, well, let's just see what happens. we mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, And we had a little discussion, like, oh, are we, like, going out? Because this was about a month in. We were like, are we going out at this point? And he was like, oh, well, why don't we wait till we meet each other first? And then, yeah. um, so he came down to visit me. And again, instantly clicked. Everything everything was, like, perfect. And we got on really well. So we were like, yeah, we're dating now. And that kind of went back and forth a little bit. Um, and we were just together for six months. I went to go visit him a few times. He came and saw me. Um, and it was really great. I'm not going to get too deep into it just because I've, I've, you can watch my video on it. But, like mm. basically, he. Um, finished with me about six months later. He was really like, started to get really distant. I didn't really understand what was happening because I thought we were getting on really well. And so when he broke up with me, that was my first kind of real punch. Because he was my first actual boyfriend. It was really horrible. And then he proceeded into emotionally abusing and manipulating me for an entire year afterwards. Um, So basically he kept me as like a little side
1: piece. Actually, that's exactly what happened with me. Oh
0: yes, he kept me for his little side piece. And then anytime I kind of went to not even not even to go out with anyone, or if if I was ever with like another guy, even if they were just a friend, yeah, showing
1: interest, he would instantly message me and be like, "Oh, talk to me, talk to me." You know, this and has it, got a word. It's called mate guarding. And is that what it is? Yeah, and it's a psychological abuse thing that makes you feel like. Well, because it's stringing you along, essentially. Yeah. There are real repercussions from this.
0: So he, he did that to me for an entire year, and I was an absolute idiot and kept running back to him, because I was like, oh, maybe there's still a chance. Because I was deeply in love with him. Like, he was my first proper boyfriend, I was, like, so sure that this was it. Um, looking back now, it's dumb, but, like, when you're, you know, when it's your first relationship... especially as a gay person, I think, because it's so much harder to find.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: and so he did this for an entire year, completely manipulating me. 2012 was, like, the one of the worst years of my life. I don't want to say the word depressed, but I was so sad the entire year constantly threw that that horrible, heavy feeling on my heart because I was so into him and it just I felt so
1: used. That's That's the gag, isn't it? You feel used, yeah. empty and used.
0: And he was, at this point, I'd started to gain a bit of a following on YouTube. Nothing massive, but again, for the time, it was, you know, large. It was substantial. Um, the only reason he kept me was because he wanted to get my following. And it was proven because towards the end, he, uh, this, like, sort of Novemberish time, 2012, When it's, uh, I was starting to get a bit sick of it this time, which was kind of good. Um, but he asked to make a video with me. I, I did all my stuff that he wanted to do, and I was like, I've got the footage for you, I'll send it to you now, and you can make whatever you can put it onto your channel. And he was like, I oh, want you going to put it on your channel? And I was like, well, oh, why, why would I do that? You, yeah. wanted, it was, you said it was your idea. And then he was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I could do it with the boost in subscribers, lol, as, like, trying to pass <laughs> off as a joke. And I was like, why would you say that? That's like, why ugly. would you say it to me? And then I told this to him, and then he, like, erupted in this, like, massive... I can't believe you'd say that, blah, blah. Like, well, if... That
1: has a name as well. It's called an extinction burst. <laughs> I love that you know this shit. So, like, I was like, why would you react like that if it wasn't true? Exactly. Yeah, so and I that's was like... an extinction burst. They yeah. have, like, a last oomph of like, why are you not doing what I want you to do? And that is like, oh, you've been wanting me to do things, have you? And yeah, and that was the last straw and I was like, do you know what, I do not
0: want you in my life. And it, that was my last little light bulb moment. So that was like my first boyfriend experience and it was kind of left me a bit shitty, but it taught me a variable lesson because another guy that I dated after that, um, tried to do the same stuff. It wasn't clout chasing, but the same manipulation. Mm-hmm. And I shut it down instantly. You can instantly. see it. You can see I was,
1: it, I, I, I noticed it, and I was like, nope, bye. Wow. So there is actually something that I really wanted to mention about dating as, like, an adult, mm-hmm. especially someone who is who was androgynous or is androgynous used to be androgynous. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, my life. After that, my first boyfriend, basically, I sort of fell quite into the trans scene in London. Being androgynous, I used to go to a club called Tranny Shack and, like, be around other trans people. If anyone doesn't know anything about trans dating, there are some, like, pitfalls and, like, minefields. It You really need to navigate it quite well. So there are these things lovingly referred to as tranny chasers they fetishize trans women to like the nth degree and they will do anything that a trans woman asks them it kind of verges a little bit on dangerous as well because they are like like violently obsessed with you and there is this, this scale there's like someone who's just like a gentle admirer who's a bit creepy and then there are people that are like I'm gonna follow you home because I've never seen someone like you before. Oh my god. So I was like mugged on my doorstep like several times because of this, because someone will not leave you alone. And I've been like, I have to like take several wrong turns to try and be like I'm avoiding this person. It's frightening. It's frightening dating as a trans person. There has been a few times where I've thought, this is the end of my life. Trying to date after that boyfriend who who I thought had treated me quite well, I still hadn't quite healed. Dating became very, very difficult. I'd seen like a few guys that I was kind of interested in. Oh, it was awful though. So I just ended up going online and joining lots of like trans-specific dating websites. And the weird reality is, dating as a man to dating as a trans girl is kind of like going from being in a buyer's market for buying a house to being in a seller's market because when you want to buy something, you have to put your offer forward and it can be rejected. Whereas when you go to sell something, there are streams of people that are interested in what you have to sell. Mm -hmm. And that was such a weird concept to me of being like ultimately hugely desirable by a lot of people all of a sudden. Like if I wanted to have a hookup right now, I could go on an app and get one this second as a trans person. Because of the fetish aspect of it, I think it's very very desirable in a weird... It exists yeah. in a weird bubble. Dating... Like, serious boyfriend dating or serious girlfriend dating as a trans person is, on the whole, much harder, I would say. Yeah, like no, I guess yeah, that yeah. then requires lots of new skills that people perhaps aren't necessarily exposed to in a way yeah. that perhaps you are if you're just... A regular gay person. I had a very difficult year in 2012 because yeah. my mum had just passed away. Yeah. And, like, I was moving out of London. I couldn't deal with the party lifestyle anymore. I was very much, like, YouTube was going really good, but it, it was also very confused about where I wanted to go with YouTube. And then also I was very confused in my self-identity. Very much, like, everything was just kind of going strangely. And I was at the age... In, in 2012, I was 23. That at the age of 23, you're sort of, like, starting to settle in your mind a bit. Yeah. And, like, you're starting to realise what adulthood is... All these things were really happening to me. And then, of course, my mum passed away and it, like, shook my world. But I just started talking to Andy on a um, specific trans dating, like, trans hookup website, actually. I'd never met anyone to hook up with. I was always just like, I like the attention because I'm quite frigid, but I like being told that I'm pretty. Who doesn't? Let's be honest. We started talking and I, I actually, for the first time in history, sent the first message. He had a picture in which he had this really nice, like, underwear just peeking out of his... Jeans, I think they were. And they were, like, England shorts. And I remember thinking, oh, that's cute. How unusual. I never see that. So I was like... I said something like, nice shorts. And that was it. I wasn't like, hi, hello, how are you? Like, how I would speak to someone now. Because if someone just said to me, like, nice shorts, I'd be like, uh uh-huh. ignore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, he was like, oh, thanks. You have nice hair or something. And I was like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> so we just started talking. Then we agreed to meet up, like, a month later. I think I kind of put a bit much on him at the beginning. Yeah. And I would never expect someone to have stayed with me like he did because i was quite a messed up person for a long time the one thing i will say is that because our housing contracts were kind of getting a bit messed up because we were both towards the end of our um tenancy we decided to move in together and i think we might have moved in a little bit too soon yeah yeah because we were still learning about each other i think we'd only been dating for like four months and then we decided to move straight into oh my god so it was like quite serious and i would say now that's probably the one thing that i would say is probably i maybe have made it a year before moving yeah, in with yeah, each no, other that sure. kind of thing yeah. i mean we probably still would be together and in, in the same thing now but i think just for like better being in a better mental space for me that would have been a better option i met him as a as a man still as a male as a boy in makeup still and he was perfectly fine to take me out and hold hands with me walking in london and i was like shook the house boots.com i'd at this point never done any um what's it called Uh, public displays of affection. PDA. PDA. I'd never done any PDA with anyone. I was like, oh my God, people are going to beat us up in London. Dude, that never happened. He's like a 19 stone bodybuilding powerlifter, like who was a martial art expert. No one's going to mess with us. But in my head, I was like, oh no, the people, the the, the papers are going to slate me. I'm a YouTuber, I can't do this. Master like the press. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of how I felt. And it was really learning how to be in a relationship is part of being in a relationship as well. Yeah. Especially for someone who is... Or people that are atypical in the sense of like being part of the LGBTQIA community. Because there are literal repercussions to holding hands in public. Pe- <laughs>
0: straight,
1: straight people... Don't get it.
0: They, you, I'm sorry, but like, you don't have no idea what it's like to be scared to hold your partner's hand. Yeah. My last boyfriend, who I recently had um, a year and a half ago... I met him through Instagram. He just messaged me and DM'd me and was like, oh, I can't, I can't remember how I started." but we talked about piercing and stuff and then it kind of just carried on and escalated and before we knew it, we were dating. But like, I remember when he came and me first time and we held pub, we, he grabbed my hand in public and literally it was like instant terror, just, mm-hmm. just surging through my body. Cause I, I've never held hands with a guy in public before. And the fact that he just did it like normal and I was like, I, I sort of was like, oh my God, this just happened. And then I literally, inst- I just, I was like this.
1: Like panic attacks. It was Central. that same
0: it was that same feeling of like when Rachel was telling everyone in the public that I was gay. It was that same fear. And that's just holding hands with someone. Like people have no idea. And like he turned to be a dick anyway, but like so I'm not I wasn't with I'm not with him anymore, but like that was that was a big eye for how terrifying it is to be visibly gay and not just like because I look very gay, but like not just visibly gay, but like it like adds that level of kind of Vulnerability. Get, get, like, yeah, yeah, because, like, you, you stand out so much more. And especially because we we were both bald guys and he looked very... He was, like, well, because they were like, boot people. He wore, like, big boots. Like, was, like a skinhead. A bit like a skinhead, yeah. But, like like not, a punk. Kind yeah. Kind of punky. We both stuck out anyway because of my piercings and my contact contactless and stuff and I, I wear quite bright clothing. So it was, like, it was scary. Yeah. And I, we did, I, and then a couple of times I was, like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not... I'm not... I can't. But, like, dating now, like... I am actually terrified of it because uh, obviously dating you, is scary. You're with someone and stuff, and like it's kind of we have different experiences now because I I want a boyfriend, I want to be with someone now, like not in a, in a desperate needy way, but like I would like that now. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm 29 years old. It'd be quite nice to find someone. Everyone and, like,
1: deserves love.
0: I'm literally terrified of Tinder and all this stuff and matching people. Like, and I have a I know this is my choice. I don't have to pierce myself. I don't have to make myself look the way I look. But like, if I wasn't like this, like. This makes me feel comfortable and more happy with who I am, but I know that the way that I look definitely definitely does hinder a lot of people wanted to be with me i like this sounds stupid but like the my most liked photos on instagram are ones where i don't look like myself yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. like ones where i've like photoshopped on a bit of stubble Uh taken out my
0: piercings and look normal
1: and then my there is a mold there is absolutely a mold that you should fit like i totally agree with it even there's even like a mold with trans women of like desirability Mm -hmm.
0: i'm terrified of like going on and being rejected and stuff because i like i just know that it will happen a lot more than what maybe an, an average person would get just because they look more normal. And again, I know it's my choice, but like, it's it, it's like a weird battle. It's like, do I continue modifying myself and being the kind of the way I want to? Because I know that it will hinder my chances. But then ultimately, if I don't do it and I go to more mainstream looking and take things out, or look, like, will I then be unhappy because I don't feel comfortable with kind of how yeah. I look? It's like, it is a weird... It's a compromise. It's a there? really weird balance. And like, you know, I, I just have to kind of think what 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 do I ultimately want in the yeah, end? And yeah. so I'm scared of... Dating. I'm not going to lie, I'm very terrified. Um, and I haven't been with anyone... Properly in a long
1: time and I like If anything was to happen To my relationship I'm super frightened About dating Because Not only that We're getting to an age now Where it's like A lot of people Have already coupled up Yeah And that is like A realisation That you kind of have And when it comes to like
0: Dating and Tinder and talking to people I'm always the person Who has to message first I'm always the person To ask the person out the date I'm always the person Kind of taking control I'm like Why is this happening And I don't know If it's because of my look I don't know if I look Like especially now that I'm going to the gym And I have more of like a you definitely physique. have
1: like an intimidation factor about you. And
0: I it, it, it's I find it bizarre because I'm like it's weird to have that role because I'm so
1: you don't associate
0: with it. No it's such. bizarre. And like recently I have I've I've actually been okay with it a little bit more but it's like a weird thing of I've always been the one in control and it's like would you like not to be? It would be quite it would be quite nice for someone to not not that I want someone to pay for me or someone no, to do something no. but like it'd be quite nice for once if someone was just to be like wanna do this? Should we go out? Like, and it's, like, it's weird that I'm always the one doing it. And I know the amount of people who instantly think I'm a bit scary or it would be very kind of like, I get comments all the time on YouTube. I can't believe his voice sounds like that. Oh, he seems more bubbly than I thought he was going to be. I recently had one who was like, oh, who feels really bad of prejudging him already? I don't know if my dating profiles. Like, I don't think I come across like, I have a laughing photo. My yeah. my, my, <laughs> my, my my bio seems very sort of, like, playful. It doesn't seem, don't talk to me. This is
1: really interesting. We'd have to, like, ask, like, uh, an independent adjudicator. Yeah. Like, I think you have quite a strong look. Oh, yeah. But what, what, what? your personality is very bright, bubbly and soft and pink and fluffy.
0: But I guess you wouldn't get that if you just
1: look at photos. Cause yeah. This is another thing with, like, photographic dating because it's... It's a lie. Yeah, everyone. But lies also, in this photos.
0: this we spoke about this before. Like, I, I do get worried now, and especially because I am growing a lot. Like, will guys want to date me? Clout, because cloud chasing. Clout. Like, as much as this sounds big headed or whatever, but like, I have to know now that you know, I do have quite a large following on the internet, and like, people will. Like being like, oh, if I if I if go I out with this, him, this I happen. might grow something. Or if I take a photo with him on Instagram, like, and that's a that is a scary part of online life. And I you know I you know I wouldn't change my life for it is because you know I love this you job. You need to
1: just date people that are more
0: famous than you. Yeah, <laughs> but like it, like it is a bit weird because I, w- I do worry sometimes that someone might be with me for
1: clout or and to be seen. And that is a legitimate concern. Yeah, I think a lot of people could view that as like, ah, oh, that's not a real thing that happens. Bitch, it does. Well, I've just had, had friends. I've had, I've had. I've, I've had
0: Friends in my life who are no longer in my life who were trying to get clout. You can't tell me that same. guys who want to date you wouldn't want to do yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: People see something that you have that they want, they will go to extreme lengths to get it. Yeah. And that can even include lying to you to date you mm. to get what you have. I am like, awful with relationship dating advice because I'm like what you need to do is stay in your house (laughs) (laughs) never have sex with anyone because it's frightening don't speak to anyone just put on makeup and cry who knows what the future for us will be well that's the gag of the millennial nobody knows I think I think just with the way social media is now though I think it's it's people you don't you literally don't know anyone anymore and you can also you you don't get to know them you don't like lots of people don't want to put in the time to get to know people yeah it's very much like do you interest me no instantly like this is the problem with tinder like swiping left is like you have just disregarded an entire human who was like gestated inside a womb and like grew and went education and had life experiences pets animals relationships Mm -hmm. and (laughs) gone i think that's the thing like people yeah like makes
0: people disposable and things like ghosting and stuff i remember this one guy i was talking to and we were sending like massive messages it was like not just what it was like full-on essays we were doing it for like a while, and then he just stopped out of nowhere, ran, and like, I was like, hello? And he's was just like, gone. And I was like, well, why would you put so, like it's not like it was like little vapid bits of messing. like, yeah. hi, how are you doing? Good, thanks to you. It was like, telling me about your life. It was like, I knew so much about it, and it was gone. That's kind of weird. And it's weird, it's like, why, I don't understand that. Go, just tell someone you not interested. Like, what is the point in doing that? and getting someone's hope. I don't, I don't understand that in the slightest. Like why do that to someone?
1: Tinder and things are so difficult now because you can Photoshop pictures to be like like, absolute 10 out of 10. People link their Instagrams, but then Instagram, like so many edited photos, uh, like
0: you make it look like your life is amazing. And it's, you don't know people anymore. It's so scary. Like you just have no idea. manufactured
1: perfect reality. And this is why we're all depressed. We're all getting surgery because everything's wrong and off. And this is why I can't,
0: this is why one of the reasons why I really wanted us to do this because i feel like it's definitely a, a, a look really into our lives and like mm. more of our personalities and people have said this per, like appreciate it in our comments before like i this is this is why i've enjoyed doing this so much we've done a couple episodes now but yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. it's so real like i love my edit my edited videos i love all the jump cutting i love all the crazy sort of editing and like you know the the funny jokes, but, like, it's not 100% real. Yeah, because it's it not. Is edi- it's an edited version of myself. And, like, these show real
1: us. Yeah. Like, this is This the- is the difference between entertainment and almost, like, autobiography. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you for listening to us waffle about dating. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea if this is... Shared any advice to Yeah anyone. I don't know um, If you've had any Interesting experiences Dating that you think We'd like to read though Please leave them in the comments Yes please do Dating is a very Universal yet also Unique and individual yeah. Thing Everyone's got their own Little tidbit And everyone's got the creepy ex yeah. Everyone's got the, the weird situation